Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach Norma Simons and Carrie Alamirsch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. This is our third episode in this six-part series, and we are going to be discussing this framework that will change your life when you use it. It will change how you see your life and your world, what you think about it, how you feel on a daily basis, and the choices that you then make. So today is about our thoughts, what we think. So we discussed the the circumstances of our life last week. And although we try very hard sometimes, we can't control our world, but we do have control over our thinking. So let's delve into this topic today and learn how our thoughts can really change our reality. And with that, welcome, Kerry. I'm so glad that you can join us today. Hi. Yes, I'm so thankful that I can be here with you today. And this has just been a really exciting series for us to be uh, working on together. So I'm very grateful for you and for this opportunity to speak to everyone who's interested in learning more about um, the power of our thoughts. Right. So we always start with what is our thoughts? And I want to start by giving you my definition and a little bit about the way we think. So our thoughts are really just those sentences that we keep repeating to ourselves. It's normally just the way that we describe our lives. If we think about how many thoughts we have per day, some say between 60 and 70,000 thoughts a day, and majority of them are negative. So it's very helpful for us to become aware of our thoughts and what we focus on and paying attention to the things that we really want in our lives. And our thoughts really become our beliefs. If we repeat something long enough, then it becomes our beliefs. So Kerry, your experience with your own journey and and your clients, maybe tell us a little bit more about how you perceive these thoughts and how you see that getting you into trouble sometimes. Hmm. Yeah, (laughs) well put. Well, I know really that our results are all something that come originally from a thought that we have had and that we, as you've described, thought often enough that it becomes a, a belief of ours. And so it, it helps us to understand why this is such an important um, aspect of, of what we've been looking at here when we talk about the model as far as um, the responsibility that our thoughts have in our lives and that really the responsibility we have to notice and have control over what we are thinking. And so I think very often we have this idea that it is a complete out of our hands sort of situation, what we think. And we think they're just automatic things that everybody thinks when certain things happen in their lives. But We know that's not true because many people will think different thoughts about the same circumstance. And so 
why is it that one person will think, oh, this is such a good thing, and somebody else will think this is an absolute disaster about the same circumstance? And so somewhere along the line, either due to uh, training and the way we've been raised at home or the experiences that we've had and the, the comments and, and words we've observed other people saying, or the way we observe our society accepting and thinking about certain circumstances, it helps to shape how we respond. And so we we can just think like everybody else does around us and accept certain things for being whatever the popular norm is, or we can choose to notice that we have a choice right now about how we're going to think about this circumstance and choose that thought intentionally and, and practice that thought over and over again as a way of really creating our character and our, our whole experience of life can be determined not by the circumstances, by, but by what we think about them. Yeah, I like what you said about intention. I think that is sort of the starting point because we can get up in the morning and maybe on default, maybe we're so used to saying negative things about ourselves or the, the world around us that we don't even notice it. So we we think, oh, that that's just the way that my brain works or that's just the way I think. But if we just take a second and become aware of, I think that presence really helps me sometimes because if I'm present, then I'm more intentional. So what can I be grateful for? How is my life amazing right now? And even if there is things that I might want to have differently, if I set myself up for to be focusing on the right things and focusing on what's good and what is serving me, then it my, my thoughts will follow. It will, instead of me defaulting to, let's say, the way that I've always thought, which is more on the negative side, my thoughts would definitely be more positive because I set the intention. And setting the intention is the important part because I fix it. I I focus on the right thing. Yeah, it reminds me of to set in our hearts in the beginning, like when you talk about intention, that, that just reminds me of having it set in our hearts already on purpose in the first place the result we want, the the direction we want to go, you know, based on what we believe and what we we want to focus on. And so I, I like the way you say that, just to create that and to set that up right at the beginning. It reminds me or makes me think of the idea, just the concept of, of a Monday morning. Some people are like, oh, it's Monday. It is, it's just this terrible thing. You know, it's Monday morning back to work or back to routine or whatever and but not everybody feels that way about a Monday right some people think oh fantastic a, a new start right this is my chance to have a whole new week and to set plans in place for how I want to accomplish things in my week and that sort of thing and so you just can see the difference in what would the results would be in your life just depending on that on that one thought. And one of the 
the sneakiest things for me was recognizing the difference between a circumstance and a thought. And so I might have always thought that the circumstance was that Mondays are always hard, right? And I would think that is the circumstance. It's just true. And somebody said to me, but that's just your thought. And I, I really wrestled with that for a long time, thinking, how is that a thought? It's just true. Mondays are hard. And then somebody pointed out to me, well, for some people, Mondays are, are a fresh start and a new opportunity. And I just realized that how much of my life I was thinking was a circumstance. And it was just a, something I couldn't do anything about. It was true and didn't realize that there was this opportunity to, to think, like to capture that thought, to recognize it for what it was and to say, is that the thought that I want to keep? And, and if it's not, what is the thought that I want to put in its place? And how am I going to start practicing and exercising that thought? And uh, it's like, it's like exercising a muscle, we, we pick it up, and we put it down, <laughs> we pick it up, and we put it down, just like it was a weight in our in our rack of, of weights to choose from. And so it's, but it's, it, it's work, I, I love that it's work, but it, until you, you start to practice it we don't even know how to pick up a, a, a little barbell or dumbbell in our gym until we it feels awkward and uncomfortable in our hands and we're not really sure it's going to be very useful or why would I bother but as you become more familiar with noticing the difference and recognizing your thoughts and taking them captive you start seeing the power that you have and the responsibility really that we have to think in a way that is productive and helpful for our lives and is going to create the kind of results that we're interested in having in our lives. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of working with a coach. Mm. Like they trained to notice patterns in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think we get so used to the stuff that is in our brain that we're thinking and is on repeat all the time that we think that is just the way it is that all of our, our thoughts are true. Um, I had an, a, a client yesterday that I can use an, as an example where she said something about herself that wasn't necessarily that helpful. And once that I pointed out to her, that's just a thought that is not necessarily true. She was kind of surprised wanting to say that, no, but this is the way I've always thought about it. I don't think we we really see the power in looking at our circumstance and then thinking what we think and then start pulling it apart because we think what we think is true, but it's actually just sort of the lens that we look at life through. And if we start like poking holes in the things that we think, start questioning them, then we can really change how we see things. And the important is that what what's in our conscious we say to ourselves so that can be all those beautiful pretty things that we say to ourselves those like affirmations like no this is going to be a, an amazing experience or i'm going to start this business that is what we expect to always be positive but what's in the subconscious is what we actually do so if we say to ourselves i want to start this business and i never get to starting the business then we have to like start digging a little bit deeper because 
they might be something that we're not even aware of in the in the subconscious that is keeping us from starting this business. Maybe telling us oh, you're not good enough to start this business or you don't know enough or all the negative things that we say to ourselves that keeps us from starting procrastinating. So work with a coach is helpful in that way because a coach sees the patterns because you're so used to it. You are so inside your own life that you can't really see the wood for the trees sometimes. Yeah. This idea of thinking the same thoughts over and over again and, and the, how that becomes a belief that we hold and we hold it so tightly. We're so sure that it's true, that it's, it's interesting to know that our brains really like repetition and to be able to create shortcuts for us to simplify life's matters and for like sometimes your children will maybe ask you well why do we do it this way and it's like well this is just what we do this is just how our family does it and we <laughs> we kind of like answers like that and maybe we don't verbalize them but we just we have certain things even traditions that we do but also habits and processes for things and and that's not wrong it's just that our brain does that quietly for itself in the background and as we're seeing things and we're observing things and we think oh it's bad or it's wrong to want something or I shouldn't think this way and so we we really need to kind of find a way if we want any change at all in our lives is to, to somehow shortcut the shortcut in a way cut off that that pathway for a moment have that interruption in that neural pathway. And like you said, question it, poke holes in it. I think those are some of the ways that you, that, you know, you would say it, it's good to really have a look at something and, and kind of clean up a little bit, some of those old processes and see, do I want to keep them or not? And some of them might still work really well for you. And you could just let those keep running in the background, just like your computer does with its many programs, but other ones, when we become aware of something, we might really want to change it. And then that's going to take a certain amount of, of practice. But I do think it's important that we don't just shove it down and, and pretend like that there's no problem here. And I'm just going to keep doing the way I've always done it. Because when it becomes, when it comes into your awareness, there's probably something here a place of growth for you or or a time of of change through reflection and and redeciding you often just because we have new information even and how how useful it is to use our thoughts to create the kind of results we want if we're not enjoying the results currently what would we need to change about the way we think to produce the result that we would see as more favorable or more pleasing in our lives and I think you've described beautifully how we can actually go about like practically changing our thoughts to get mm -hmm. an outcome that we desire instead of getting the outcomes that we don't desire is firstly awareness because if we have awareness we know what is not working or we know what is working that then we can continue doing what's working or we can change what is not working. And then no judgment. We don't have to beat ourselves up about the way that we think. It's just, oh, okay, that's how I think about this situation. Is it serving me or not? And 
do I want to continue moving forward? So asking questions around it, really, is this serving me? And how is this serving me? Or, and, and just asking those questions like, what do I make it mean? Or why do I actually think this? And a lot of times we ask ourselves those questions, but we don't answer them. So we will say to ourselves, for instance, who am I to be doing this? Or who am I to be starting this business or putting this content out there? And just answering those questions, that is quite helpful. So question it and then see what it feels like. And that's the part we'll come to next week. And then the in the following weeks, then deciding what to what to do with it, which would be in the latter part of this uh, series. One of the things I was looking back on some of the work that we've done already, and you so clearly stated that, <laughs> that our thoughts are always the problem. I thought, isn't that just so true? We always think it's the circumstance that's the problem, but the truth of the matter is, it always comes back to our thinking. If we're having a problem with something, it's not the circumstance, it's what we're thinking about the circumstance that's creating the problem for us in our lives. Just a couple of things that comes to mind is our thoughts lead to the way that we feel and then we make certain choices from that place so it starts with a thought it starts with something that is really within our power versus what we discussed last week about the circumstance the circumstances stuff that happens outside of our mm -hmm. power it's things that happen in the world that we don't control but the thinking about it is the important part it's the part that we have power over and it will really change our experience of our own life and how we see the world. And also our thoughts, if it's focused on stuff that I desire, then it would drive me to really take action towards those things versus if I'm in a situation and again, maybe wanting to start a business or maybe applying for a new position in your company, if you don't actually go over to the next step, which is taking the action, then just start questioning. What am I thinking about this uh, move? Or what am I thinking about the situation? And just start questioning it. And not to believe every little thought that comes up in our minds, because a lot of times we have all of these thoughts per day and majority is negative. And if we become intentional, then we can catch those ones that's not serving us, that's holding us back to becoming that best version of ourselves and living a, a full and amazing life. It's interesting to think that we actually create our own, our own experience and our own futures, our own realities by what we're thinking. The power of our thoughts is so absolutely incredible and and it, we are free it, to use our minds to do that. We don't have to check in with anybody and, and make sure it's okay for me to think what I want to think or believe what I want to believe. We think we're a product of our environment or that we are victims to our circumstance. And I think this through speaking through these truths about thoughts and, and this whole series is just, just recognizing that nothing really could be further from the truth. We have so much available to us because of our mind, because of our brain and our ability to choose our thoughts and to actively create a future for ourselves based on 
what we're willing to think and what we're willing to believe. And I, I just think there's something so amazing and so wonderfully powerful about that, that it really truly was for me. That's where my life just kind of turned almost, it felt like on a dime where I went from feeling sad and brokenhearted over so many things, experiencing so much pain in my life. And then coming to realize that almost all of the pain that I was experiencing was based on some choices about some thoughts that I was choosing to hang on to. And I was really just nurturing them in a way that kept me in a place of pain. And if, if in some way, some piece of this information could just set a person's you know, mind and heart free to realize that there is choice here for absolutely anybody to grab a hold of and understand the power of what they're thinking and to use that free will to choose their thoughts and to believe what they wanted to believe. I think, I think there's nothing in this world that is more powerful than that. Yeah. So with that, we are going to say goodbye to you for this week. I thank you so much for joining us for this uh, podcast. And as always, you can find us in the show notes. You'll see the website for Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40. And we look forward to being with you again next week. And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking what's next and let's continue to thrive together.